What's going on? It's your boy, Jevin LeFave. You guys know you can follow me on Instagram at Jevin.LeFave, on Twitter at JevinLeFave. Follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LeftSideHeavy underscore. This episode is another installment of Kick Back and Relax. Can't believe we're at number eight already. It's pretty crazy. But I was joined by Jeremy Cancalongo. He was an absolute rock star in Terry Fox football. He ultimately moved on to post-secondary football over on the east coast of Montreal. And he tells me some stories along the way, you know, some some overtime moments in high school and some good stories and after-school parties and some good college moments and just some journey, the journey along the way. And, you know, we touch on some mental health aspects at the end and, you know, give some good life tips and some just day-to-day improvements that you can make to, you know, just clear the mind and just make life more enjoyable for yourself so it was a very very good conversation and you guys are going to really enjoy it for the people who do know him he's very highly regarded amongst everyone and yeah i'm sure you guys are going to really enjoy it so kick back relax enjoy the episode and be sure to leave a rating and review on apple Podcasts to help grow the show and tom kick us off It's Kick Back and Relax, number eight, part of the Left Side Heavy podcast, presented by Blue Wire Hustle. I'm your host, Jevin LeFave. Today, I welcome on a very, very special guest. He was a little high school superstar back in uh, 2014 to 2017 over at uh, Terry Fox Secondary High School. Jeremy Cancalongo, thank you so much for joining the program. Hey, man. Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate the the, the gas up right there, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> I had that. to. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Uh, I just... I was, uh, every time I see you, yo, we always, you know, we just make eye contact and we're just like, <laughs> ah! <laughs> 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 ah! That's so jokes for real though, for real. But yeah, man, it's always love, man. It's always love when I see my boy Jeff, bro. That's always. so funny. That's so funny. I, uh... Just one memory. Every time I think of you, this always pops into my head. Is I had I threw a party at my house for my nineteenth birthday, and my birthday is the day after Canada, Canada Day. So day. I, was, <laughs> I was just conjoined them, right? And you know, I had uh, my parents barbecuing, and yeah, like it was a pretty shitty day that year, like just raining and stuff like that. And I didn't see you the whole night because Aiden <laughs> was having a party as well. Yeah. Around the corner, I think you were th- you were there. Yeah, and, and I go inside. You weren't there. I come back down, and next thing you know, you're just talking to my parents. And I was like, <laughs> "When the fuck did you show up?" <laughs> Bro, that is so bad. that <laughs> night was hilarious, yo. Honestly, I don't even know how. To be honest, I actually have no idea how I ended up at your crib, bro. Honestly, <laughs> I remember because I ended up pulling up with Malcolm, and I had lost Malcolm. So I was just like, okay, yo, like, let me find this dude. And I just ended up like, I'm just lit wandering. 
And bro, yeah. I just like hear music and noise. I'm like, yo, what's going on in there? You know? <laughs> I just pull up and like it's your house, you know. I'm like, I see people I know. I'm like, what this? See like, so, like Claudia and stuff. I'm like, yo, like what, bro? What's happening? Yeah. And I just pull up and I was like, oh, this is Jevin's crew. All right, cool. <laughs> and then I seen your life. parents there. I seen your parents there. I started start chopping it up, bro. They were, yo, that's what it was. The barbecue. That's yeah. what I smelled. I smelled food, bro. That's why I smelled food. So I'm like, hey, yo. Let me just pull up to this crib, bro. It's Canada Day. What are you gonna say? And then your dad's like, "Yo, you want a hot dog, bro?" And that was like the best hot dog. Pause. Was the best hot dog I ever tasted. And then started chopping it up, bro. He's like, yeah, I'm Jevin's dad. I'm like, oh, say word, bro. And yeah, bro. That's how I ended up at your house, bro. That's hilarious. My that was a good my dad. Day. Oh yeah, it was a blast. My dad is, is so funny. He'll start talking to someone, right? Acting like he knows him. He'll come up to me five minutes later. He's like, "Who was I just talking to?" I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I honestly realize I, I don't know what it is, but like, I feel like as I'm getting older, like, I've had that too. Like, I don't know what it was. Like when I was young, yeah. like, yo, like, how do you like forget my friend's name again, yo? But like now I'm getting older, I'm starting to get that too. But yeah, man, it's just, I don't know, it's weird, bro. Shit comes yeah, it's, old man. it's hilarious. It's, old man it's hilarious. I was sitting out on my driveway, and I was just having a beer with uh, my dad and the neighbor. And we were just, like, talking about the playoffs or whatever that's going on right now. Yeah. And uh, Aiden's girl, Sophia, she's, yeah. like, driving by. And she's like, hey, Jevin. And I was like, hey, what's up? And then I look at the rest and they're like, who was it? I'm like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't recognize her. And then I was like, oh, I, I think it was, I kind of put two and two together. But man, it was, yeah, yeah it's it's slowly approaching us. The I don't know, we, especially at family reunions, yo. Facts. It's like, oh, facts, it's like, oh, like you've grown up so much. And then you just go up to your parents. You're like. Yo, like, who is this woman just talking? I, Gassing me up. <laughs> but I literally get that every time I go back to Montreal. Because, like, I was born in MTL, but then I moved to Vancouver and I was, like, six months. So, like, most of my, like, relatives will, like, remember me as a baby. So, like, literally every time I go there, it's, like, a new person that, like, hasn't seen me in, like, what, like, 20 years. Saying, oh, my gosh, like, do you remember me? Hell no, I don't remember you. I was six months. I was a fetus. But, like, yeah, man. This is life, man. That's funny, though. Yeah, man. It's yeah, it's, it's the way it's happening right now. But <laughs> how have you uh, how have you been lately, dude? Uh, Bro. You know, with COVID hitting, it, yeah. kind of, it's affected everyone different, <laughs> different ways. But uh, how have you handled it? Like, what have you been doing to kind of keep yourself Bro. sane in the whole thing? Honestly, bro, it's it's funny because honestly, to me, it's kind of like a a blessing and a curse in a sense. You know, like obviously, you know, things had to slow down, but and I mean, I think it gave a lot of people time to themselves, you know, just to have those, yeah. you know, just have those thoughts, you know, get to know yourself, you know, pick up new habits. And honestly, I think that was one of the greatest things that happened. I mean, like, I remember at the time, like, bro, just life was just mad stressful, bro. Just like workout, yeah. school, yo. And then once I heard, hey, yo, school is done for the semester. I was like, yo, let's go, bro. <laughs> Got so much, bro. I had so much time to catch up on work, bro. Yeah. I was like, yo, this is blessed, bro and like yeah but just honestly just start to like pick up so many things bro like started to go on bike rides and stuff like that you know start to like chop it up with like my neighbors who are like my good childhood friends kind of lost touch but like you know now yeah. we're super close but like you know just those little things man and just like I'll, honestly as well too just like i think just the mental aspect of it too like one thing i realized 
there's always just kind of been a theme in my life where it's just like you kind of work for the fall you know what i'm saying like just how my life works for me is just kind of like you know you just got to get ready for the football season you feel me so when that was canceled it's kind of like you know other things to focus on you know not like thinking about football but like you know thinking about like you know just habits you know like how can I better myself just you know self-development type of stuff so that's really been what I've been working on the most man just like you know creating great habits for myself and trying to do things I'll push myself forward in life you know so other than that but yeah man COVID COVID's been blessed though it's been blessed yeah it's um like as tragic as the whole pandemic is it's almost like yeah. a reset button for a lot of people it gives Facts. them a chance to like a, yeah just like a quick start over it's like okay now i can finally do this specific hot i can finally learn the guitar like i've always wanted to i can now that you have more time at the house you have to kind of fill that fill Facts. that empty space with something right it's like i'm oh. usually working i'm usually at work during this time but what can i do with the extra seven hours of my day where it's free time people got better at a certain video game got into knitting Facts. got into a musical instrument for me Facts. it was i if it wasn't for online school, I, <laughs> I don't know if I would have started the whole podcast just because Please, yeah. there's a, there's a different level of busyness, um, like driving to and from school, right? It's like a whole yeah. different sort of time that you have to take into account, right? It's not a sure. matter of playing, playing 2K till two minutes before <laughs> your class starts and then you're hopping on a Zoom call, right? It's like a, another hour and a half you have to take into account right so yeah people took it 100%. different ways but man 100% bro you uh we kind of obviously got to know each other in the i'd say around late latter half of grade 9 early grade 10 i think we yeah. kind of yeah, started to get, get to know each other better but you have always lived in ridge correct kind of there's always that there's (laughs) always that group of ridge kids but what enticed you to come over to fox like i assume uh the football program it was a big word of mouth saying that it was you know it was a higher level it was i we were we've always had a pretty good football program compared to everyone else's so was that a big reason as to why you decided to come over to fox Honestly, the re I was actually supposed to go to Centennial, bro. As funny as that Centennial. is. Centennial. Um, yeah. So my my big bro played at Centennial, graduated two thousand nine, I believe, class of two thousand nine. But uh, okay. yeah, bro, he he played at Cent. They they won the provincial championship in two thousand eight, I believe. Um, that was like their first high school championship in like sixty seven years. Like had a bunch of great players on there, and like. Victor Nunez, probably one noble Oscar's older brother was on that team. Yeah. Um, like Zach Freeman, Lamar Durant, like, and those were like kind of the dudes I looked up to when I was young, you know, just because you know, of my brother, you know, I just wanted to copy whatever he did. So yeah. like, you know, just kind of seeing them, like, what they did in high school. I was like, okay, that's cool. So I actually wanted to go to Scent, but as we moved to Maple Ridge during that time, I was like, yeah, I could go, but it's a little far. Fox is closer. My boys are going to Fox as well. You know, I kind of, yeah. you know, and I just thought, I'm like, I think, I feel like Fox will actually be the better team and just makes sense for me to go there. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and honestly, kind of wanted to do my my own thing, you know, want to like, yeah. you know, my brother went to Sam, but I'm like, you know, I'm going to go to the rival school. I don't care. You know, I want to, I want to do something for myself, you know, kind of write my own story. So 
that was kind of yeah that's kind of why i went to fox yeah it was like there's a whole different feeling of trying to fill someone's shoes than yeah planting your own 100%. like quote unquote seed or mark your own territory on your own journey right so For real. i yeah, i understand 100%. it's like you yeah you want to make your own path instead of trying to follow someone else's so i respect that 100%, but 100%. what got you into what got you into football because i'm assuming you got started at a very young age because you play you played with my <laughs> yeah, boy hidden bro. at a young age did you not I did, I did back in <laughs> yeah, yo, but I was playing for better age nights, yo. <laughs> yeah. Played for a couple of years. <laughs> no, but yeah, what got you? Uh, what got you into the sport? Yeah, of football? honestly, yeah, man, honestly, bro, dead ass, my my big bro, like, just growing up, me, me and my brother, as close to me, were seven years apart. So you know, just growing up, like, you know, that was like the that was kind of like you know, yeah. just having my parents work. I was always with my siblings, you know, and just seeing my bro, like, I just copied everything he did, literally, you know, like, yeah. oh, you're going to play, I'm going to go come play basketball. Oh, you're joining football? Okay, cool. I'm, like, I just copied everything he did and um, ended up starting football young, bro. Like, I was like five years old, fam. Five years wow. old, Coquitlam Crushers. And yeah, that's how my, my football journey kind of started. I just honestly want to play because my brother did and, you know, got, the, got on the field and it was, it was super fun and just ended up falling in love with the sport, bro. Probably saved your parents a fortune. Just use your brother's <laughs> gear. <laughs> for real, for real. So, um, yeah, I, it was it was definitely cool too. How you know he went to he got to play at a high level of Division One. So he'd always be sending me gear. Hey, yo, here's some gloves. Here's some new cleats. I was like, you know, I was getting I was getting Say some nice gear at the time. Say less, you know what I'm saying? So, nah, it was, it was it was cool, man. It was it was such a blessing to have that, bro, and just to have someone who's kind of gone through the process, you know, with recruiting and. Yeah. Uh, everything that comes with football, you know, just have someone, just have a voice because, you know, my brother kind of went through that by himself, you know, they didn't really like my parents don't know nothing really about football like that, you know, obviously they support us, but he had to go through it alone. So it, it definitely helped a lot having someone close to me that's gone through it all. So he definitely having my brother, was, it, was, it made it easier in the recruiting process to, you know, going to high school, going to uni and, you know, all those other things. So definitely, definitely a blessing for sure, man um so i'm gonna assume that he was kind of a big role model to you and how you wanted to yeah. pursue football in terms of everything but yeah. was there uh did you have a favorite player like in the league Ooh. growing up like <laughs> someone you wanted to emulate yeah. yourself after oh yeah bro there's there's a lot of players man that come to mind but like honestly for me i don't have a specific favorite player for me, I'm just kind of like, I just love watching football. Like, I just love, yeah. you know? So there's a lot of people I would like to emulate. But honestly, I really like, just for myself, I find myself more of a versatile dude. So I like to catch the ball, block, you know what I'm saying? So I like I like watching, like, uh, running backs like Reggie Bush back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. He was, that was, like, probably, like, the first, like, wow. Like, you know, watching the most dynamic college players of all time. Amazing, man. Catching the <laughs> ball, screens reverses you know what I'm saying so like I love to be in that situation where you can uh, you know put me on right receiver I can kind of move around in in different formations so like I do like Reggie Bush that was like the OG of like I yeah like, this is okay I want to be a running back also like Adrian Peterson that's oh, what yeah. bro we were watching AP like that was, I got like four AP jerseys in the house like that yeah. was part of like my like my first love right there and then like Nowadays, like I'd be watching like um Alvin Kamara. Yeah, Kamara is like one of my favorite. Saquon Christian McCaffrey. Saquon is amazing. 
You know what I'm saying? Like Quadfather. Like <laughs> for real. <laughs> for real. And like, yeah, man. Honestly, old like some old guys you probably wouldn't know, but like Corey Dillon when he's on the Bengals, like uh Ricky Williams. Like yeah. I I've I've watched football for like so long. So I I could the list goes on, but like I just admire I just admire how dudes play, you know, I just admire what they bring to the game. So try to I don't really know who I can really emulate myself to. I don't know, but honestly, I just I just love football, bro. So I just love watching these guys. That's yeah, that's awesome to hear. I, yeah. I, yeah, I wanted to ask that question because there's always different sorts of um ways kids yeah. get into specific sports. And like for you, it was mainly like kind of following your brother's yeah. footsteps and everything, which is like 100%. always awesome to hear. For me, it was just like I got sick of soccer and I wanted to try something new. And Facts. my dad was like, Why don't you play hockey? I'm like, I'll I'll try it. <laughs> and then I saw a couple Patty Kane highlights and I was I was hooked. So <laughs> So it was just a game. Yeah. And yeah. And like my favorite movie is miracle and the whole miracle on ice. So I was just like, (laughs) it it just all adds up. But, um, so you, uh, you went to Fox, like right from the jump grade nine, right? You didn't transfer over. Um, so I, I'm assuming, was it easy for you to kind of fit in amongst other students? Because I know you had your Ridge core, Mm -hmm. But in terms of, because you're probably one of the most outgoing guys I've ever met in my entire life. So I'm assuming <laughs> it wasn't hard. <laughs> you're really Facts. easy to put yourself out there. But what was the whole vibe going into Fox, like grade nine? Like Okay, you know? yeah. Um, it was cool because one thing I realized in Maple Ridge, you actually start high school in grade eight. So yeah. I talked to Thomas Haney for grade eight. And then that was just cool. Just like, it, it was just, man, it's, you're funny. You're taking me back, bro. But like. Man, that was, like, that was such a cool time because it's like, you know, like we're about to like, we're about to really do this. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. something we've talked about, like with the Austin Ridge boys, like Shanley's, Trent, all that. Like it's something we've talked about since we we're kids. Like, yo, like can't wait till we get to play high school football. Yeah. So, like, for it to actually happen, like, yo, we're actually transferring the Fox. Like we're actually, and also I've always wanted to wear black and red, yo. That's like the one color. Oh, like, it's yeah, so it's one of the best color schemes of all time. It's beautiful, bro. I'm like, yo, I get to wear the all black, like. <laughs> Yeah. But I just, yeah, man, it was great. And honestly, just, it wasn't too crazy, you know? Like, it was, I remember coming in, like, you know, met the guys. I think, like, the first dude I met here was, like, Baltesh. Super nice yeah. dude. Met Jericho, like. Jericho just, Mendez. Yeah, Jericho Mendez. Oh, so, like, super nice dudes. I was like, and, like, I've been following them for a little bit, you know, hearing them from Coquitlam and all that. So, it was, it was an easy transition. And honestly, when you're with, like, I had, like, five boys that we came to school together. So, like. Yeah too big it's like i we kind of stuck together and then I, and you're on a team of like how many dudes like 50 dudes so it's like yeah it's so it was easy practice, yeah practice every single day together so you know it's pretty easy yeah. to so it wasn't it wasn't too crazy there man when did you uh become boys with the maniac dk DK, that guy's bro. an absolute <laughs> that guy's a character <laughs> my boy dk that, that's my you guy know what's fun? You know that's what's my so guy fun? bro that's crazy you got y'all do go way back bro that's funny yeah too. we go way back you guys go way back but bro honestly it's funny like we talk about this all the day all the time i actually don't remember when me and dk got like close we just actually can't remember i can't pinpoint yeah. a day like our first hang i can't really we just like started kicking it bro i don't know how yeah. it happened or whatever <laughs> happened but like yeah bro but like probably like grade nine we started like grade nine summer we started kicking it a lot and then like after that it was just like yo a boy's family to me you know so 
Because DK is another one of those guys where it's like everywhere he <laughs> went, everyone him. loved him. Yeah, like, <laughs> like he, he he was tight with everyone. So hundred percent. So like he would hop from like me, Goff, Edie, and then he would go and hang out with like <laughs> with you, Baltej, Malcolm. It's just Facts. like, and then you'll go hang out with like guys in grade twelve, and I'm like, yo, where are you right now? You're, like, you're, <laughs> you're everywhere. Facts, yo. He has a huge group of friends though. But yeah, man, he's he's a great dude, man. One of one of the most important people in my life for sure. So yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing but good energy, man. How about you? When did y'all how'd y'all like become like good friends like that, man? I know you guys have been going back to like kindergarten type stuff. Yeah, like so my memory going back is always tough, but DK has reminded me of this like of a few times and I I think I remember DK telling me he was saying that he was f- being left out on a lot of things and he was um kind of being left alone like quite a bit and I think I just went up to him and I just like introduced myself and then we just became boys right off the bat <laughs> and so I was just cool. like yo I'm Jevin like let's be friends or something like we were like mad young like kindergarten yeah. grade one and he was, I think DK um like immediately he's I think it was like he never had that connection with anyone yet so then he just like yeah we just became tight right (laughs) off the bat because I was like yeah like because I I was like not to bring the mood down a bit but it's not like I was very social when I was younger too like I was I was a pretty shy kid up until even going into high school like I was always like I always kept to myself quite a bit so I went up to him and I was just like, we just like had this connection right off the bat and we've just been <laughs> nice. boys ever since. That's but amazing. Yeah, it was uh, awesome. I freaking love the guy. That, he's, that's love. Yeah, he's, that's love. yeah, he's my guy. But <laughs> was uh, was the transition from junior to senior like pretty tough or did Ooh. the, because um, junior and senior, did they have yeah. like, like combined practices a lot of times so was it easier to make the jump uh not really because we it's just like one side of each like you know juniors on the 50 yeah and seniors on the other side but honestly i don't think bro i thought it was going to be such a huge jump but it wasn't because that was the time where like i hit puberty like crazy bro yeah i grew like from grade 10 to grade 11 i like grew like four three four inches bro i like slimmed out got taller, got faster. So yeah. like really I came out, I was like yeah. slimmed down you a lot. Slimmed out, but in. you filled out too. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. So like honestly, yeah, I always felt like, oh man, grade eleven is gonna be like intense. But like, bro, I felt nice, bro. Came in like yeah. <laughs> came in balling. I was like, all right, okay, let's go. That's cool. Like nearly straight. Like and bro, it was the crazy thing too is that like that summer was like that. Like I was just on my like just being a, like a young dude, you know, like just like kind of immature, just partying and stuff. Like, you know, just wasn't yeah. around the right people. So that summer, I, I wasn't really like putting in work like that, you know. I played basketball a lot though too. But like that was like where I was getting most of my conditioning and seeing a shit was just basketball. But honestly, like grade 10 to grade 11 was just straight puberty. You know? I just grew, I got faster, just like naturally. And then it felt good. You know? I was just, all right, this is senior, let's go. But like obviously it's, it's still a little harder, but like, it was cool, man. That was, uh, you know, it was light. My teammates were great. I had a great QB, Jake LaBerge. It's my day one right there. Great old line. Like, bro, it's just, you know, my teammates made it easy for me. So it was cool, man. Yeah, it was, uh, the, 
See, the games in the high school games were always yeah. so exciting to watch. You, you'd always put on a show, bro. You'd always hurdle, hurdle for the pylon. You see Jay Shan sling it for Andy, like yeah. 40 yards deep. When you guys, like, Facts. the odd times you guys would throw, but yeah. <laughs> I want to fast forward yeah. to grade 12. And yeah. you guys go on this run, and we're like, yeah. we're an absolute wagon uh we uh we're in the finals it hits overtime take me through take me through the whole overtime period and kind of you guys not converting you guys making stops but what was your like uh your your point of view on the whole thing because as a spectator it was nerve-wracking yo honestly bro i thought my football career was gonna end bro (laughs) <laughs> and this is why, because prior to overtime, I think with like a minute left, we had like, yeah, a minute left. We had a final drive from like our 80, like from, from deep in our zone, like from like the 10 yard line, you know, 15. So we had to, we had to drive. And at the time I actually popped out my shoulder first round against uh, Mount Doug. So I was playing yeah. hurt that whole, that whole series. So Jayden I actually uh, texted me that he's like, you could talk about the finals run we had in grade 12 and how he separated his shoulder in the quarterfinals. <laughs> yeah, yo, that was tough. That was, yeah. Wait, do you want, should I go on the overtime or are we going back to the, or do you want to go with the timeline? We'll go with the timeline. Fuck okay, it. let's go. Let's go with the timeline. All right, fam. So we start playoffs, you know, first round, I mean, first, uh, first place in our conference. So we had a first week bye. So man's got to get nice, you know what I'm saying? Get ready, yeah. a little extra week of resting. And then we figure out who we're playing, Mount Doug. And I've been, I've been, I remember this was the one I was I was hungry for because we lost the, the year prior in the semifinals. Okay. I think it was like 50, 56 to 27. We got whooped by grade nine QB, Gideon Kremler. That's what pissed me off the most. Was, the dude was great freshman ripping us apart, bro. Just bah. Just like, like, just dotted us. It was horrible. And honestly, that was like kind of like the start of like when I was like, okay, like this football thing, like I could, I I think I could go far with this football thing. Because honestly, just as well, just like a lot of my closest friends were a year older than me. So not being able to win with like, you know, my boys like Jake, you know what I'm saying? Dudes like Isaac Evans, Poiter, like, bro, all these guys I like started with, I couldn't, like, we couldn't finish. That's when I was like, damn, that's tough. But also, too, I really wanted to win a senior ring, you know, because my brother would bug me about that all the time. Yeah, we yeah. won a JV, but, like, it's junior varsity, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, the senior you're, ring, you're that's the highest yeah. level, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I had that pressure, too. My brother like, oh, man, you ain't shit, bro. Like, you ain't winning a senior <laughs> ring. So I had that pressure, too. So I was just, I was ready. I was like, yo, next time my Doug sees me, bro, like, it's over, man. But, uh, yeah, bro, honestly, that game, we came in nice had a great defensive scheme against them. Um, Mount Doug is still, I think, the greatest coaching, greatest coach football program in BC. Amazing really? coaches, yo. They those yeah. they know how to play really well together. And just uh, yeah, man, we had the, we had a great defensive scheme. I think we're playing like a three-four defense. So I was actually playing defensive end. I was kind of like defensive end, outside linebacker. I was yeah. Kind of, but like, yeah, it was cool, man. Great start to the game. We was just running on them, bro. Like I was oh, just running on the running on them. And so I, remember I got just, a, I got one quick question. The whole yeah. um, it seems like our offensive scheme in football was like run heavy. <laughs> yeah. Like, would 
any of the like receivers, like Andy or like any other other guys, get frustrated? Like, would Jaden want to get to the point? He's like, yo, I want to, I want to sling the rock a bit. I don't want to just be, no oh, offense 100%. to yeah, Hanks 100%. or whatever, but I want to sling the rock here a bit. Like, what was the whole mindset behind running heavy? Like, why would we do that? Because I never understood that about high school football. I know. Okay, this is one thing I never understood it as well because I felt like we could. One thing I realized about Fox is that we didn't utilize all our athletes. Like, yeah. one thing, an example I can say is, like, having a dude like Xavier Fleury at the time, I'm like, bro, if I'm an offensive coordinator, you need to get the ball in this guy's hands, you know? Screens, like, little things, reverses. Yo, the sh- shovel pass and running shovel, across, dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you could be like a Michael like Hardman. So it's just like, I guess our, our offensive scheme is just kind of simple. And we've always just, Fox has just been like that. We've always had big, giant dudes. Yeah. That decide, let's just run the ball. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just... I, I don't know why we didn't throw the ball as much. I guess it wasn't like we're as consistent with it. But then also, I feel like their game plan was just like, yo, we have the best player in the province. Let's put our best guys and see who can stop them. That was kind of like yeah. our game plan. Like, all right, Jerry, just give him the ball. If they can stop him, let's see if they can. Because you know it'd be like a we need a big play, and it's like third and seven. Yeah. And we'd hand the ball off. And I'm like, Yo, Jeremy's an animal, but they're just gonna stack the box and 100%. it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. Like I'm not saying he can't 100%. do it, but it's gonna be a lot harder than throwing a slant. 100%. Or like Andy is like the tallest man on earth, just so throw Max, it up and fade him like, up, he, anything. Yeah, he'll just jump and catch at the high point. Like but it, I mean Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. I, I guess it's just like OC things. Like we'd even practice that and like we practice our throwing plays and stuff, but like Came to game time, all right, bro. <laughs> Run it, Kanks. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like, <laughs> I, I really have like I have no say in that, you know? Like yeah. that's the OC, that's the OC head coach. Like I was, I'm just a player. <laughs> I'm just yeah, and just like a quick thing, it's like you see we'd always hand the ball off and then we throw it, and then you see Jaden sling it 40 yards, Andy streaming downfield. And I'm like, it could be they're expecting to run, but it's like Jaden has Jaden has an arm like his arm is like insane it's like we should we should try and utilize that a bit more yeah anyways um going into the Mount Doug game before I interrupt I just want I just wanted to ask that because I was always curious about that yeah no honestly just OC stuff but yeah honestly yeah Mount Doug game it's great yo running it was good we're dominating first half and I think literally like just as we're marching just before halftime I took a carry and oh yeah, this is, this is like a nice like 30 yard carry. I ended up spinning and then I fell. And when I fell, I just landed weird, man. I just fell like yeah. this shoulder popped out fumble. Oh man. I just like, as I fell, I tried to get up. I like couldn't touch, like couldn't move my arm. I was like, in all my head, I'm thinking like, no, 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 no. Don't, like, yeah. It's senior year. Like this is my last chance. I'm like, bro, no way it's over like this. Like not like this. And yeah, bro. Like I remember like, just like, it wasn't even that, like, I remember crying like crazy, but like, it wasn't even like from the pain, just more emotionally. It was like, bro, like I put in all this, yeah. work, like, you know, all this and work and like, yeah, this shit like, happens. For real. So honestly, yeah, you honestly, went in at halftime bro i was like completely down bro like down like and like i could see how it affected the other like my teammates too so i had to like it was hard for me to stay up but i'm bro i'm so glad i had such great teammates like i do like brian cortez really came up to me and said like bro like 
Yo, I love, love that kid. <laughs> Cortez is I, the best I teammate. Love that. I Such love a great that teammate, bro. But like honestly, Brian Cortez came up to me and said, bro, like, bro, I'm sorry. Like, I understand what's going on, but like, bro, like we need you to like stay up because like the team is literally like reacting off of like how you're feeling, bro. And like when he said that, I was like kind of pissed, but I was like, fuck man, that's right. <laughs> that's, that's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> it's the truth, yeah. It's like, why you gotta so, be so right, man? <laughs> But yeah, yo, so like the third quarter, I was just kind of, uh, you know, but, you know, took a little, took a quick little Advil, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, times two. Times two. And I guess just with adrenaline and stuff, you yeah. know, I just started, I, I, st- I set out the whole third quarter and then I saw they were making a comeback and I was just like, nah, bro, like I gotta, I gotta get back in, man. I gotta get back yeah. in. So I started, I had like yeah. Adam Tennant yeah. and stuff, like hitting me in the shoulder and stuff like, okay, I don't really feel it. And yeah, I remember once and then I came in like fourth quarter and we're supposed to run from what play? We're in, we're in split back. So me and Xander split back. Uh, we're just going to run a sweep. So one's leading, someone gets a handoff. So we're supposed to run a sweep left with me. I had to take the ball, but it was a sweep right or, or something like that. It was a sweep, something, yeah. whatever. But I remember I was like, no, I'm not trying to run to the right side because I can't stiff arm. Like my, my arm is fucked. So we like audibled it to the left side. I was like, okay, let me take this one. And bro, I just got like a seven, like first carry 70 yard touchdown. And then like from there, it was just up, bro. And I think I finished the game with like 30 carries, 300 yards. So that was a good start. I was like, all right, let's go. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Next I'm round, okay, let's, go. Yeah. let's go. Let's go. I'm then, good, let's go. And then, then, yeah, so like the shoulder was pretty tough. So I like, kind of chilled out that week. Uh, the, we had to play South Delta, which was the next game. Very great team. We ended up losing against them in grade 10, senior. When I was in grade 10, when senior, they won the championship as well. But, uh, yeah, South Delta, great team. Lots of athletes. Mostly uh, the big the big guys are Grant McDonald. Um, yeah. He was he's, he was at Cal, he's balling at Calgary. He had an amazing, amazing career there. Um, Michael Calvert. Uh, I think he's playing for the Rams now, but Michael Calvert, amazing athlete, but big dude. So I was actually supposed to play receiver that week because like my shoulder. So we're going to like switch everything up. I was going to play receiver and I don't know what happened. Came to game time. <laughs> I ended up going back to Wildcat, a quarterback. And that's probably my worst game, like just statistic wise, because they just stacked the box. I was like averaging like, th- like three yards per carry, four yards. It was just like a tough, like riding. It was boring, but it was just tough, but that game was crazy. I ended up winning like with the last seconds on a two point conversion that I scored. So oh like, yeah. That two point. Yeah. yeah. So it's like final yeah. it was like tied, tied game or no, we're down one. And then so it like, was I, like, this is winner go home. Yeah. So I got in wow, the touchdown yeah. down one. And then it's just like, I, right, you know, there's, there's what a minute left. Let's just, you know, let's go for the score. And then we stop them. And then, yeah, I took a two point conversion. I remember that play like, like, like yet, like, oh man, I, I remember just getting the ball. Like I remember two yards. I was like, okay, bro, Kanks, two yards. Get in there, bro. This is what you do. And like for me, I'm the type of dude I like, I like to talk to myself a lot. So it's just like constantly like big, like, you know, big players make big time. Were you running Wildcat or did you wildcat. have like Jay Shanahan and all okay. Wildcat, bro? Same play. Literally, it was a lot like to get the touchdown. It was a I forget the names of the plays again, bro. But yeah. it was just a, I was just a run to the right. And then we scored off of that. And then all I hear is Coach Sampson, run it again, run it again. So it's the same play. They know it's the same play. Everyone, everyone knows who, who's getting the ball. And I remember sweep right, 
coming off the edge. There's a guy named Cooper, Cooper, I think it's, is it Cooper Jones, I think, or Cooper Mar Marchand, I can't remember, but I actually ended up training. We trained together at Air Raid for a little bit, but I remember he had got me in the game. He's such, he's just the ankle biter. He just literally grabs your ankles and like, just, he's on there. So I remember came out, he was free. So I was like, I know he's going for the ankles, little move. Just got my ankles, slipped out of it. And then Jaden Shanley had the best block of the year, sealed off the corner. And then I was just like a, just a race to the pylon, you know? And then we scored that. And then the rest is history, bro. Good defense. That's awesome, stop. dude. And yeah, bro. And then we were on to the finals. Oh, in the finals, that was, that was a great game, bro. That was a great game. Basically, was that against uh, Dan Dame. College? No, Notre, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. <laughs> it was a rematch, basically. That was a great 10 finals as well, Notre Dame. So... Sadly, in grade 10, Steven Moretta was injured. So their best player was injured. So, you know, we won that easily. But Steven Moretta was back. So it was it was a great showdown, yeah, bro. I remember that game. He diced us up pretty good. Well, that yeah. game. I, uh, he was making yeah. plays. And it was He's... it was suck. He was, like, scrambling to this pilot. I'm like, yo, we got him. We got him. And then he'd throw. And then they'd somehow yeah, nah, he's, just he's catch a floater. Yeah. That boy playing at Sacramento State right now for baseball, too. So. He's doing oh, really? his thing, bro. Yeah, he's 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 a great athlete. So he's doing his thing. But uh yeah, bro, honestly, just fast forward to the overtime, yo. So I know we had to, we had like a one minute left, had to drive the field. We ended up running option left. So me and Shuin. I was like, Shuin, wow, what a <laughs> what a bowling ball. That guy's a bowling ball, dude. Bro, that was <laughs> he was he was such a big part of that team, man. Like Shuin was amazing amazing and such a great teammate and just a great yeah. guy in general but uh yeah option left i can't run to the left because my shoulder so i'm like yo how am i gonna pass it to him so like i end up running and then like i end up just like i was very hesitant i should have kept the ball but i was like eh and i let it go fumble they recover they're like on the 30 yard line or something like mad close mad close and at that moment like bro i felt like my whole world like fall like I was like, bro, no way I just did that. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, nah, like this can't be happening. And then like, just, yo, bro, the, the importance of having great teammates, yo. I had a boy like Adam Town, like, bro, don't even worry. We're going to stop them. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then for me, just like, that was like a, such a great mental moment because I had to make the switch. And it's like, like, you can't do all of this. There's 30 yeah. seconds left, like to win a championship. So I was yeah. like, all right, let's get a defensive stop, bro. And then, you know, we shut them out, three and out, and then, Field goal, 30 seconds, or like, yeah, like a few seconds left for the last play of the game, field goal. And then, yo, they just, and I was like, bro, like, all I can remember in that situation is like, bro, I'm either blocking this or it's missing. Like, I'm blocking this or it's missing. And, yo, all I know is, is he kicked it, bro, wide right, bro. And wide I right? Like, I was just like, yes. I was, I remember heard people chance. cheering and I was like, yo, another this chance. is overtime. Yeah. Like, let's go, let's go. So, we did overtime. No one scored. So we had to go to Texas shootout. So basically five yard or on the 10 yard line, four downs, you have to score. Whoever scores wins the game. So we started off on offense, I believe. Yeah. I thought you guys started oh, no, off we started on, on defense. defense. We started yeah. on defense. Yeah. Start on defense. We had a good stop. And then Adam Tennant with the craziest play. He's just like, I think Steven is in a, in a pile. And Adam Tennant, like, reaches over and just strips the ball. We get the ball back. And then now it's just like, okay, let's go. Like, we have four tries to get in the end zone. So I think we run a run play. 
run play doesn't go nowhere. Second run play doesn't go nowhere. And I always remember this play. Uh, we ran like a read read option, me and Shuin. Yeah. Read a yeah, linebacker. I yeah. I was actually supposed to pull it, but Sheehan took it. Like he just grabbed it too hard. But like I had a like clear touchdown. Like linebacker pulled, it would have been just like a straight line into it. But Sheehan took it and then like ended up getting tackled. So I was like, ah, right, okay, screw it. We're about like we're like literally 15 or how much? 27 yards out. Let's kick the field goal. Let's win this game. And then Pasegs went out, bro. And I just look at Pasegs. I just Pasegs just had a look in his eyes, yo. This guy wasn't talking yep. nothing. Just had that look in his eyes. And I was like, there's no way this is not going in, bro. Like, I'm just thinking, I'm like, bro, we worked so hard. We're in overtime. Adam Tennant just shipped this dude. Like, bro, we're not going home sad. Like, we're winning this, bro. And I can just remember, yo, we're all on our knees, yo. Everyone's hands, yo. And I just see Pasang. We're like, yo, let's go Pasang. Let's go Pasangs. And I'm like, bro, this is going in. Like, this, we're so close. We're 27 yards out. It's all good. It's easy, bro. And then, yo, Pasangs knocked that thing down, bro. Bro, I just ran, bro. And <laughs> so fast. I don't even know where I was running, bro. I just ran onto the field. And, like, bro, just, like, the, the feeling of, like, like relief like, i got it done yo oh i it's finally done. got it got my senior ring and then like you know the trifecta that's what we was talking about player of the year mvp and uh what you call it and all canadian so we got all of that so i was excited like i just you know got everything we needed yeah bro, it was it was such an amazing memory yo pasags bro pasags man yeah oh, man, i wanna great. i wanna tell you something about that so he was like an instant celebrity after that game, right? Winter ball, the commons. Yo, this guy would walk in. Everyone would go crazy. The goat. <laughs> the goat. <laughs> I still call him the goat, and, yo. I yeah, still call him the goat. Yeah. So I, uh, he's chilling by the office. Um, yeah. It's like after school or whatever. This is like the day after the game. Like this is like the first yeah. day of school after. <laughs> yo, and I, I go up to him. And I'm like, yeah, I just got to ask you this. He's like, what's up? And I'm like, what's going through your head in this moment? And he's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, I've never been more confident in a moment in my entire life. And I'm like, yo, that's the coldest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> he's like, he's, he's, like, I looked at, he's, he's like, I looked at the ball. I looked at the sideline. I looked at their defensive line. Then I looked at the goalpost. And I just knew that it was going in. And that I'm shit like, almost got blocked too, bro. That's yeah. the crazy thing. That shit got yeah. so close to getting yeah. blocked. He's like, he's like, he's like, not a doubt in my mind. Like, I knew that yeah, was going bro. in. I'm like, I'm like, yo, that's giving me goosebumps right now, dude. Yeah, man, that, that day was just crazy. And also, another dude I need to mention, bro, who had an amazing day. Rest and yo, rest in peace to his soul. But my boy Nico Di Paoli, man. Yeah, I was he just had, I was gonna bring that up. I'm bro, really sorry for your loss, man. I know yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, bro, that was uh, you know, what I'm saying that was a that was a big game from him, bro. Like defensive wise, he made yeah. some great key plays, bro. Um, especially I remember one play like late in the in the fourth with the corner blitz that he sacked for QB. Just like I do had an amazing game, bro. Like, yeah, man. Just it's it's so sad to you know see a guy pass, but. Bro, what a what a you probably one of the most selfless people I've ever met in my life, you know? Uh, Just I was a about selfless to say, person, man. 
to give Nico his flowers and stuff. He was the type of guy yeah. where I, I wasn't close to on a personal level, but whenever I went yeah. up, he gave me nothing but respect. And that, like, 100%. Like, it was, he was the type of guy where it's like, we might not be cool and our friends might have beef with each other at one point, but you're a type of guy yeah. that I'm always going to give my respect to because you're, you're always nice. You're always nice to me. And, you know, whoever's nice to me, I'm always going to be nice back. And he was 100%. the type of guy. He was always treated everyone with respect and yeah, it's, it's it's gone way too soon but <laughs> yeah bro. no i'm happy to hear that he played a big part in that yeah was, that was a big mm-hmm. game for this guy man so um, um yeah super happy but yeah that day was great man that was amazing they got to party with the guys after and yeah bro, it was just it, it was special man those 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 moments don't come often in life bro so it's just yeah. it's always a great memory to have bro something i have forever so nothing but love for that man Speaking of parties, <laughs> I uh, I reached out to our boy DK. Oh yeah, and uh, <laughs> I was like, "Yo, give me some dirt on Kanks," and uh, <laughs> he was like, "Ask him why he always intentionally showed up late to parties. He was sitting outside." <laughs> <for an hour." laughs> <laughs> that is a funny question, yo. That is a funny question, brother. He's like, <laughs> I'll read you the text that he sent me. Oh god, I I howled. <laughs> he's like, he's like, man's would be outside the party and won't walk in till like an hour late. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, that's hilarious, yo. Okay, I right. one thing we realized, bro, is that. First of all, we need to take in consideration that I'm black, okay? <laughs> in, in our culture, bro, even weddings, bro, like, you say 6 p.m., 6 p.m., like, yeah, 6 p.m. If, if you show up at 6 p.m., though, bro, you're a part of setup crew. I ain't trying to be no setup crew, bro. You show up at 6 p.m., oh, thanks for coming. Hey, can you go grab those chairs? Can you go grab the, yeah, I come here to go set up. <laughs> I came here to party, yeah. So that's the that's the one thing about in the in the black community that we have. So we we weren't here for setting up, bro. So that's one thing. And oh shit! But uh, oh, so that's one thing. And I guess oh, I, I don't know, bro. One thing I realized about high school parties, yo. Obviously, this is very ego egotistic of me, but I love going when it's like the peak, bro. Yeah, because you just make or, it better. or get or or getting to the peak where yeah, it's like, you know what I'm saying. Everyone's like three or four drinks and they're buzzing because you know exactly. everything. Yeah, everything's loose. Every everyone's settled in. You know you what I'm saying. In, and then everyone hears that door open. They snap <laughs> their head and it's just Kang's coming, <laughs> bro. Because that's the thing. You go to a party like when if you go to a, hey we start a party 8 p.m. If you show up at 8 p.m., it's gonna be like people coming in. Girls are gonna be like kind of sitting there. The guys are gonna be here. Yeah, sips are so you know. It's like yeah. it's just you're you know, the lost man in the corner at that point. You know for the first saying? to show it's up. Like, yeah, it's like yeah. But then when you go at like eleven, you know what I'm saying? People are lit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Someone probably already died, and like everyone's there. <laughs> and then you just you just open that door. You should and turn. You know what I'm saying? You start dapping up everybody. <laughs> yo, yo, what's good? What's good? And like the party started, like it's like it's lit. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no downtown. Like I come into the bang, bro, right in there. <laughs> 
like on, on a, like, like a like a relay race you know what I'm saying just right in there bro right in the action so that's kind of oh, why man. bro I always show up late yo don't show up on time but <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> just the party yeah, yeah. no no nothing yeah he also told me to ask you to tell some 701 bus stories. <laughs> the 701, bro. Bro, y'all, man. Man, these, these kids have it easy these days, man. Got the SkyTrain, got the 188. <laughs> this, is pri- this is before 188 was a thing, bro. You know how many times, bro, mans would be at a party? I got to run to catch the last 701 at 2 a.m. <laughs> so many journeys, so many. That's, that was like an amazing race, bro. Lit as hell. Like, I got to run and catch this bus, bro. But, hey, yo, 701 has held it down for, for a long time. But, man, yo, y'all, y'all are blessed living in Poco, man. Out here, get to go oh, home, little, little $5 <laughs> taxi, bro. Man, I got to go back to Maple Ridge, bro. It always smells nice. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> nah, Yo, Maple though. Ridge was built on a swamp, dude. It always smells nasty over there. No For offense. <laughs> Not anymore, though. Hey, we're developing, yo. We're developing. <laughs> anyway, everyone's moving to Maple Ridge. I don't know about you, but people are no, I've been moving out here yeah, now. So I'm probably gonna move out to Maple Ridge because <laughs> so much cheaper out there. Exactly, yo. Quillo's getting a little crazy, bro. So yo, we're t- we're turning into Anmora over here, just everywhere. Real, though. <laughs> Astro, so much, yo. New buildings, new high rises. <laughs> Yo, it's yo, about it's to be downtown, so yo. It's money. low-key. Yeah. Coquillum, like, if you so look at Coquillum Center 10 years ago, like, now, like, it's crazy, bro. It's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. ridiculous. It looks like a straight city, so. Yeah, no, that's funny, uh. though, man. That is jokes. Uh, So, post-secondary. You know, you got sure. your senior ring. Yeah. Kind of buzzing. <laughs> um, What was the process of going to... Because you've... um. You went to a smaller school in Montreal, yeah, did you not? And yeah, then you um, and then you uh, transferred once again. So what was the yeah. process like of choosing where to go yeah. post-secondary? 100%. Yeah, so honestly, for myself, I felt good to go to uni, but I just didn't feel mature enough. You feel me? I felt yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? I just didn't have that, like, maturity to, like, stick with stuff or, like, you know, it'd probably be one of those ones where, like, I'd flunk out of school, you know? So... Stay I honestly to your studies yeah, and stuff like 100%, that. 100%. Yeah, that's so a huge, I to go. That's a huge part. I felt like I needed another year just to like develop more, like just my body wise. Yeah, yeah. And as a person. And honestly, I want to go into university like ready. Like, you know, like I want to come yeah. in and make an impact right away. So honestly, I want to go to CJEP, bro. And it's kind of funny how I love explaining this to these all the time. But um, yeah, I ended up going to CJEP. So basically, what CJEP is, is that in Quebec, how their school system actually works is that they will end up graduating. So their high school starts basically in grade seven to grade 11. So you end up graduating in grade 11. And after you graduate in grade 11, you go to CJEP. So you go there for two years and then you go to university. Okay. So that's kind of how theirs works. So I ended up just going to CJEP. Yeah. So I ended up going to CJEP and it was like perfect fit. It's kind of like, it's basically like a mix of high school and college, but it's like it's okay. basically to prepare you for was yeah basically prepares you for college so it was a perfect fit i ended up going to uh champlain so it was a small school in lettingsville in sherbrooke quebec so about an hour and a half two hours from montreal okay so small town farm town smells like horrible but (laughs) crazy enough it's the best college football team in quebec 
We've, oh, I, wow. I think since 1974, we've had about 14 championships, 14 Bulldogs. Like, it was a very well-established school. So, you know, um, it is, it's actually pretty crazy how I got there. Um, so at the time, my bro was playing for the BC Lions, um, had a teammate that went to Bishop's University. So Bishop's University is on the We share the same campus. So I was kind of looking where to go. And then he just kind of got me connected to the Champlain coach. And that's kind of how I got to Champlain. But, bro, it was, it was amazing, bro. That was That is still, like, the best football experience I've ever had. Best time of my life, bro. It was it was crazy. When I, go, <laughs> when I tell you Champlain is crazy, like, you just had to live it, bro. It's just, like, you got the whole football. Like, first of all, there's, like, 1,500 students. So it's a fairly, fairly small school. Yeah, pretty small. Very small school, um, middle of nowhere. I live in a residence with my football team. So there's residents. There's literally the football residence where it's just the football team in one residence. So there's about 60 other guys that I live with on the team. And you can only imagine the stuff that was going up in there, man. It was it was crazy. But, man, it was just, bro, it was just literally like school, football. Just like, it's just a grind, bro. You're nowhere in Quebec. You're in the farms. It's just like, I all you really do have is football. So, it was it was great and honestly met some of my my bestest friends in life from there still till today and it was great man first year we got to you know we won a championship as well our first year so that that was pretty cool for me but hard to beat that hard to beat it yo so and yeah and honestly you're living in a residence full of your boys like then you get home from school like this guy like you go to any res like you know like yo what's what's like what's vince doing you're like what's you just like you pull up anywhere and also, like, partying was, was, was a great experience, <laughs> partying in Quebec, not going to lie. Um, funny thing, a funny story is that um, the legal age in Quebec is actually 18. So okay. coming, I came in there at 17, late, born in October. So remember, I turned 18. Everyone's like, yo, let's go, Jalen. Let's go turn up. I was like, yo, what are you guys talking about? He's like, bro, yeah. like, you're 18. Like, let's go. You know, us, we always waiting for a 19. Yeah. So like, it was so caught off guard. They're like, yo, let's go. Let's get lit. And yeah, bro, 18th birthday was amazing. Yeah, my first illegal <laughs> drinks and stuff. So it was better than your 19th. Better, like, I've already you know, been doing this for I, I was like, oh, okay, cool. So yeah, man, that was that was so cool, man. But yeah, Champlain was such an amazing experience. Really, like, really where I became a man, bro. Like, learn how to live on my own, cook for myself. I was just, I was just about to ask, like, did it teach you anything, like, in terms oh, of life yeah. lessons and stuff, and help you yeah, grow as a bro. person? And it seems like you. It really did. <laughs> it showed you a bro. whole different side of, you know, party and the whole different side of adulthood. And yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, living on your own that really like helps you, or even just like living not with your parents. 100%. It's like a whole. It's like a whole different perspective. <laughs> oh, yeah. Facts, yeah. Facts, it's 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 such a blessing. Like I realized, yeah. Like one thing I realized, like now that I'm home right now, just like bro, home cooked meals, bro. Like, going, like, a good, like, six months, no home-cooked meal, like, you know, it kind of gets to you sometimes, you know? So, yeah, bro, it's, it's definitely great. And just, like, just leaving, bro, leaving BC, bro. I think it's, like, something everyone, I think, has to do, bro, at some point. I want to I want to do it so badly. I want to go to Montreal really badly. Bro, do it. Yeah, I want to go to a Montreal Canadiens like, game. That's my that's my goal in life. I want to take Montreal- my dad to a Canadiens game. Right, I make sure I it's like you gotta uh, one thing i realized like you actually need to leave home just to get the ultimate growth because like bro there's so much 
life experience that you're missing bro just like meeting new people getting to know a new environment like just those little things like that just like and bro it's just it's great bro you and it's it's cool to have that fresh start like you know like here like you walk around like hey i'm going to walmart like oh i'll probably see someone i know but like out there bro i could be anybody you call me doug or something i could be i could be whoever (laughs) i want to be bro like jeff like i could be whoever so like it's just like just having that you know just like adapt to a new environment it's it's super cool and it's 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 i think it's very critical for just growth in general bro like exactly yeah people people need it because like just like as the squad gets smaller and stuff like i come back home and like people are doing the same thing like you know same old stuff you know trying to like trying to mess with the same girls like you know it's kind of like bro y'all y'all gotta go just leave bro for a minute and yeah just, like, experience it man so that's kind of that's kind of my take on it though yeah i do i totally agree with that and i i want to get to that point i'm just you know experience some new hobbies and stuff like that and i'm, nice. I'm about to go to school in september so i'm gonna i, I want to do it so badly though i want to i want to go i want to travel across canada and then backtrack Bro. through the states that's Facts. that's my that's my goal but you know yeah. um time will take care of itself and hopefully i get to that point sooner or later but any place uh, you go oh bye, yeah. Bye, bye, bye. but yeah no, any, no, place go go ahead, Can- go any place you go in canada bro montreal bro i think that's like yeah. it's no i want to go there it'll, so it'll, it'll feel like obviously like it's it's everyone says oh i don't speak french but super bilingual you can go get away with speaking english easily but also it's just like there's like it's there's no like i don't know just traveling it's just it's so much more foreign like you see french signs yeah. everywhere it's like it feels like you're in like europe or something like you're not in canada yeah that's kind of how it feels so that's yeah. just my take on it but anyways continue brother i kind of interrupted you no, don't worry about it. But you, uh, you decided to make the jump to was it the University of Montreal? Is that where you yeah. uh, ended up transferring? So yeah. Um, when did you ultimately decide like, okay, I'm ready? Was it like your last? Because you were post grade twelve, so you would have been your last year in that small school, correct? Yeah. So you had to make some sort of jump, and uh, how did you land on University of Montreal? Yeah, bro. Honestly, um, <laughs> it was interesting. Honestly. Um, I just love, like, I've always loved, like, the, the Caravan. Like, it's just, bro, like, watching, like, a Laval-Montreal game, bro, the energy, the environment, like, that's probably the biggest game in Canada every year. So, like, when I saw that, I was like, bro, like, I love, I definitely love this, bro. Like, this is amazing. But also the one thing I realized, too, is just, like, like that was mainly the big thing, too. And I thought it was, like, just, like, the best place I'd be in a situation to you know, develop as an athlete. Like I had a, an amazing, still one of the best coaches I've had to like till this day, but Jason Hogan, like such a great running backs coach. Also coached my brother while he was playing for the Alouettes at a time too. So like having a dude like that get me ready and like, bro, he, the thing I know about running back is from him. So like he's taught me so much about the game and it was just like the competition level was like, it was great. You know, like I had to like compete every single day. So Honestly, I think that was like the best place for me to develop as an athlete and just as well having a winning culture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they they know how to they know how to win there. You know, so obviously they got cut short last year. They lost to Calgary in the Vanier, but you know, so it was a it was a good school. But you know, reason kind of how I transferred away from it is just because I think just schooling wise, it wasn't the best fit for school. Just because just doing school in French, like 
French is fine, but it's just like it's a lot of extra work just with like writing papers yeah. and stuff. Like I wasn't the best in my French vocabulary. So I felt like that was kind of like, you know, that was pretty stressful. Like obviously, yeah, I could have, you know, toughened it up, but I think just like for me better, like just school wise, I think it was just a better fit for me to transfer to Guelph. So that's why I ended up leaving Montreal. But honestly, Montreal, like such respect. And honestly, just the guys I met there too, you know, some some great players, man. Like dudes like 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 uh, RJ, who's a running back right there. Um, you know, Regis Sibasu, Reda Kranzi, like just lots of great guys I met. And like, bro, I'm very fortunate for the the friendships I made there. You know, Dimitri Moran, like lots of dudes, bro. So like, yeah, man, it was, it was good. Um, DK made sure for me to ask you about, now forgive me for this pronunciation. I'm not too sure what yeah. he's uh, talking about, but Shawarma? <sighs> <laughs> he wants oh, you to compare it in, in bc nah. to montreal <laughs> he's like he won't I, stop talking about that <laughs> i have yet i have yet to find a good shawarma place in bc bro if y'all know if anyone's watching this please come find me if you actually know a place that's nice because me I don't like donairs like that. A little, I don't like the garlic. It's a little too much. But a nice rice platter, rice, chicken. You know what I'm saying? They don't, they, I don't know. It just doesn't cut it here, bro. But like Montreal had the spots. Even in Guelph, bro. I was in Guelph, bro. Osmos. Like that's one thing you guys are all missing out. Yeah, I can't believe people have not had Osmos. Like it is the craziest thing you will ever taste, bro. So for me, it's just like it's it's. I love how I moved to places because like now like whenever I'm in places, foods are off limits. Like me, I'm never going to eat shawarma here because like nah, that's just for the East Coast. Or like if I'm out here, I'm never going to eat poutine. I only eat poutine in Quebec. So like little things like that, yo. Know, just it's just better in other places, yo. Know, but y'all gotta tap if you're ever in Ontario, get yourself some Osmos, man. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. That's hilarious, man. <laughs> Uh, do you currently have any um goals or aspirations that you wanna you've wanna pursue? Whether it's like whatever time span, five year, ten year, like, do you have anything in mind that you kind of you're currently chasing or you're trying to figure out? Yeah. Or, bro, honestly, I'd love to be like one thing I've really been um learning a lot about is just business, bro. You know, just learning about money and just how to create more more income for yourself. So that's probably the biggest thing that I've been looking for. Just like, like, like I said, starting, but like just getting my habits right so I can set myself up for a great future. Um, but yeah, honestly, one thing I'd love to do is like honestly be financially independent, bro, in like the next five to ten years. So, you know, I've been I've been a. Uh, uh, you know, kind of messing around with drop shipping and stuff and, you know, starting to create a pretty good business asset through that. And uh, yeah, bro, it's kind of just focusing on my two plan A's, you know, just kind of with drop shipping and, and football. And honestly, the biggest goal would be to like be playing pro and be a full-time entrepreneur. You know, I feel like it's awesome. I feel yeah, honestly, just like with everything going on with COVID and all that, like I just kind of start to like, you know, kind of dig into stuff and like learn more about job security and how that's kind of like a, kind of it's more of an illusion, if anything, because say a COVID strike was supposed to happen again or something like people could you could get removed from a job just like that. So, oh, yeah, if you don't if you don't have another stream of income at the moment, bro, it's it's almost as equivalent as no stream of income. So 
that's that's something I've been, you know, trying to learn a lot more about. And yeah, something I've been passionate about and kind of want to duplicate what my mentors do as well and help other young people, you know, get get their finances right and put themselves in a better position in the future so they can, you know, have more more time for themselves. Cause you know, literally nowadays it's just like like let's just say like a career, like you know, you become a engineer or a doctor. You know, that's probably like the best, you know, best thing for like school wise or everything. That's a great career. But like, you know, I started to actually look at like how will you actually live your life as a doctor and engineer? And like the reality of that is that like, bro, you're working like 50 plus hours a week, 50 to 100 hours a week. You, you'll be on call. Like it's super busy. Like how much time do you actually have to yourself? If you have a wife, how often will you be seeing your family? So like things like that, I started to think of like, yo, yeah, it's a great career, but like the lifestyle, eh, not really for me. So for me, what I value is actually having like time and freedom, bro, to do what you actually want to do. So that's kind of where my thoughts are at. You know, just kind of want to, yeah, just wanted to have, you know, the ultimate future for myself. Huh? So that's awesome know, to hear, bro. dude. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy that you're in a good place and yeah, like actually have something in mind that you want to. That's yeah, keeping bro. you driven and stuff like that. It's awesome to hear. For sure. Bro. Uh, one big thing I did, or like we did, want to talk about and point out, and something that is very prevalent is mental health and how it's affected oh, yeah. a lot of people, especially within the last year and a half. Oh, yeah. But whether it's football or jobs or, you know, personal life, have, is there anything that stands out yeah. where life really put you to the test in terms of yeah, putting yourself sure. in a position? And how did you try and handle it and better yourself? Mm, that's a great question. Um, yeah, honestly, I felt like, I guess in 2019, it was like when I was in at Montreal specifically, it was like probably like the toughest time I had with that, bro. Just honestly, just like, I guess just having such a new transition, like going to a place where I didn't really know anybody. Obviously, bro, I grew a lot from the situation, but yo, definitely had my experience with it, bro. And like, um, yeah, honestly, it's just like one thing I realized is that actually one thing I realized about happiness in general is that it's actually it actually takes work it takes suffering to be happy and what i mean by that is that you don't just become happy just like that you actually have to put in work towards your happiness like happiness is actually like it's a job to maintain you know what i'm saying like it's it's so easy to like just like not like give an f and do whatever but like to actually maintain your state like you actually have to do things for yourself and that's like like, you know, working out, you know, exercising your mind, like those things are, and I definitely during this pandemic, I realized like, bro, like I need to consistently be working out. Cause if I'm not my mind, I'm not like in the right, like in the right yeah. mindset. So like just those little things and just like getting to know yourself, bro. Like for me, for myself, bro, the journey is still going, bro. Like I'm discovering new things about myself, new triggers, like every week, bro. But like, just actually taking the time to like develop yourself is, is huge. And like just winning yourself over. I think that's like the most important thing in life in general. You know, it's, it's so easy to have. And just as a man too, you know, just having that. So like, I feel like it just right now in our day in society, it's just like, like, well, okay. Actually, let's go. The one thing I realized that pressures me the most is that, you know, I guess from your teenage years or whatever, it's kind of like, you know, you're living life, you're at home, whatever is cool. But now that we're adults, it's like, 
now everything that happens in your life, you are a hundred percent fully responsible for. And I think yeah. that's, that's the one thing that stresses me out in a sense sometimes in life. It's like, bro, literally the outcome of my life is my responsibility. So like, that's the one thing it's just like, you know, like that's, that's where it's like, now you gotta like, you gotta get your things right. Cause you're a hundred percent responsible for anything that goes on in your life at the moment. So kind of, kind of those type of thoughts, bro, just like, just trying to, yeah, just trying to expand myself, just trying to grow as a person and like, yeah, bro, be, be the best version possible, bro. Cause one thing I've been thinking about too, is just like, you know, if I have a kid, I have a son or like, you know, so like what, what's his thought? Like, what's, what are his thoughts going to be about me? You know, say what example do I have to set for him? So like, those yeah. are the kind of the things I've been thinking about a lot, man, just as a, as a man nowadays. So yeah, bro. Yeah. I, um, I completely and wholeheartedly agree that <laughs> yeah. it's time to realize that you do have to look into the next step that <clears throat> is going to have is going to come your way soon whether it's sooner or later and yeah one thing that always stressed me out was how to handle my money and how to set it up best for myself in the future mm-hmm. because if i do one wrong thing next thing you know i'm down x percent or i didn't put myself in a i could have put myself in a better position and it's just like this whole stressful thing and also i just want people to remember because i always struggled with this was don't look at other people's success at a young age determine or make you feel like you're behind because everyone's because everyone moves at a different pace and i've slowly come to the point where it's like just because i don't have this job or i'm not graduated university or i don't have i'm not living on i don't have my own place living on my own doesn't mean i'm on the wrong journey or at a slow pace right now so that's really important to remember that yeah do what makes you feel comfortable and move at a pace where you think is best for you and just do what you think feels right because i think that's a huge factor into having the best and healthiest mindset Oh yeah, bro. 110% man. Definitely agree with that. And one thing I realized too, bro, I feel like social media has a huge part on that, bro. Cause I feel like, I feel like our generation is kind of like the first generation that will actually spend most of their lives looking at other people's lives other than focusing on their own. And like, I I find this crazy because like one thing I'm trying to uh, have and I'm trying to stop picking up is like, when I wake up, don't even touch my phone, you know, so actually start your day and like do things for yourself, bro. Because we're actually always constantly in a state of comparison. And I kind of said like, oh, like, look at this guy. He just did this. And like, I'm over here. But like, bro, like the end of the day, it's like you write your own journey, you know what I'm saying? So like all that so like social media is just like it's it's really a facade bro like nothing like yeah. nothing about it is real bro like you know what I'm saying the happiest dude can post anything like yeah like i'm doing this but like you know behind the scenes they're they're you know they're suffering so like yeah bro honestly just taking time to yourself and like really like value your, yourself bro take take time for yourself bro 100 bro but yeah man that's something that's something definitely i realized so just trying to stay off social media as much as i can you know try, i put like time blockers and stuff to you know if i'm on it for too long and, even yeah, even a small thing you could do is get an alarm clock and then charge your phone in like a different room, room you go yeah, to bed so that you're not whether it's 
you see something that could potentially change your mindset going to bed it's not something you want to sleep on or yeah you know just even like screen time prior to bed isn't necessarily good for your eyes and like yep. just a lot of things add up and i'll be honest i haven't done that but i'm just <laughs> saying i'm just saying that it's a step that could pretend that almost like should be taken at this point to kind of yeah. benefit yourself more even Facts. going into the next day because doing that also avoids you lying in bed for x amount of hours seeing what's new in the social media and stuff like that it'll either force you to get up you're not seeing it first things first you almost forget about it until you're already a quarter way through your day and you're like oh yeah let me just see what's up so it's just like kind of something to take into effect facts what one thing i realized today too like i thought about i'm like bro i gotta start moving like how I was when I was a kid. Like when I woke up in the morning at nine years old, bro, but I was so like proactive, bro. Like I got up, bro, went downstairs, made my breakfast right away. You know what I'm saying? I probably like look at like comics, read a book. Like I was actually like, those are good habits. I don't know where yeah. my life were like, they just like, I don't know, it just disappeared. But like, nah, bro, I gotta like, nah, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's just like creating those good like little, like micro habits, you know, that just go a long yeah. way, bro. Cause like, one thing is that one thing I realized that when you wake up, you have like almost like a billions of different microneurons. So like whatever you intake, the whatever you intake for the first 20 minutes of your day is basically like whatever your intake is gonna be will basically uh what's the word I'm looking for, yo? Will kind of like dictate how your day is gonna start. So like if you if you go out, you wake up, you're like, you know, you're looking at shorties on Instagram, you're looking at like <laughs> You're like, bro, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Your day is not going to be, like, as effective. But say you get up, bro. You get up. You make your and breakfast. go for a run or... Go for a run. You make your bed. You actually have a lot more of a productive day because now that you finish one task... This is funny how the human brain works, but once you you're finish hungry one task... From, you're hungry to do you're more. You're more likely to finish a lot more tasks. Like, yeah. like, literally just starting your day for yourself, bro, important, bro. So, like, it's the biggest habit... Like, I think it's the most important habit you can have, bro. If you can start starting your days effective like that, bro, holy, years down the road, it's it's going to be good, bro. It will be powerful. I've also like heard of, and I've tried this and it's worked and I've done it like, and every single time I've done it, it's worked. It's Make yourself a list. Even if it's just uh, something small, <laughs> make it like, even if it's uh, just like, like a checklist, like, yeah. you know, like uh, make your bed or um, tidy up your room um don't forget to put this away in this spot go for a 20 minute run do yeah and like you're more enticed to finish off the list because it'll more like more often than not stress yourself out that you have uh things that aren't completed yet so it's just like it's a ton of things that can really improve your day-to-day uh happiness and stuff like that i think that really goes a long way and just living a healthy lifestyle and every time i've done the list thing it's worked even if it's like clean your room clean your (laughs) car like it's such small things and it's just like you it gives yourself all the more reason to have a relaxing evening because you had like a busy day even bro, though I, you didn't do much, <laughs> but you had a productive day. You know what I'm saying? I, I realized that's something I it's I have to, have to, have to do. Like, if I don't plan what I'm doing, because, bro, I'm yeah. so, like, I'm very, I'm the dude that's very, very, I'm very in my head a lot, bro. And my own thoughts are, will just stress me out. Like, say, like, yeah. oh, 
I have to clean my room. And I'm like, damn, like, I actually have to clean my room. And then, like, I just start going, and I just get so deep in my thoughts where I just don't end up cleaning the room, like, because it stresses me out so much. So, like, having the blueprint, having the plan, okay, 11, we're doing this. Okay, 12, we're doing this. It's it's amazing. And I always, I'll just put random stuff on there, yo. Like, be like, yo, go say yeah. hi. Go speak to your parents for five minutes. And sing like that, just because I could just check more stuff out. I don't know. I saw this in an interview, some interview on I don't know, I forget who, but he does does random stuff. Like he just puts like, yo, take a shit, puts out his to do list, <laughs> and just just because he loves checking, <laughs> just loves, just he loves checking shit off, yo. But I'm like, yo, it does feel good. Like I actually just start putting random stuff. You're like, oh, I did this today. Yo, just check it off, just to check it off. Yeah. Go get shampoo and go get shampoo and stuff from the grocery store. And it's like, bro, it's like a little dopamine hit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like for me today, exactly. I had my little, I had oil change today. I felt nice yeah. when I had that on the schedule. <laughs> yeah. Go get the oil change, bet you. I felt so good. It was, I was so even happy if I, it up. Even if I just spent $70 to get my oil change, I got it done. <laughs> Facts, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> So yeah, no, I feel like humans are wired. We love challenges, yeah. We love yeah. We, that's bro, that's literally like it's it's crazy. Like for me, like thinking about things, I think of like the most simplest version. I'm like, okay, how was it when I was a kid, bro? And like, bro, when you're a kid, bro, like challenges is life, bro. Like, learning how to walk, learning how to talk, like you live your whole life like just breaking barriers, you know. And then like at some point, like in your life, it just I don't know what happens, but like it's just gone for us so so it's just like trying to tap into that like childlike mindset like you know you could do whatever you set your mind to like children are so powerful bro and it's something yeah. i learned a lot from my nieces you know just seeing like when i had my nieces over during christmas bro it was just like it was so i learned so much about that i was like bro like kids are like they're amazing bro like like just yeah. like you know play, like just how their imagination works and how like you know say how they're so determined to get things done you know i'm like bro like i gotta I gotta start being like this more often so yeah, He's seeing like, uh, my um, seeing my nephew, he's three now, if I'm geez. not mistaken. He turns four this year. Just like seeing him discover new things and the way he <laughs> talks to my sister, like his mom and my brother-in-law, and yo, know, like his vocabulary is like yeah, bigger bro. than mine, and he's three years old, and it's like yo, <laughs> seeing this kid like grow is like, and he's one of the funniest kids ever. Like one. I'm going to gas him up a bit, but yo, he's, I already know he's going to be the cl- class clown of his, yeah. of his grade. Yeah. You know, a superlative and yearbooks nice. He's going to be class clown, like throughout the oh, whole, in his whole grade. We'll tell him to hurry up and go do something. And then he'll start running in <laughs> slow motion. It's just like, yo, this kid's, a, this kid's an animal, but That's so funny. no seeing kids. Yeah. They're yeah, just, bro. they're special, man. They're it's special. Blessing, bro. For real. For yeah. real, man. Well, um, Kanks, is there any uh, thing that you wanted, any uh, funny stories that you had in mind that you wanted to share or any good high school memories? Any, uh, before we kind of end off, I have a few last questions I want to ask that I usually ask my guests, but is there anything that you kind of wanted to talk about or uh, any funny stories or football moments or moments with teachers and (laughs) I mean, I have a lot of funny stories, but I can't put them out though. This is gonna be a one-on-one me and you, Jeff, talk. But no, I, was, I, I, I feel like, that. <laughs> I that. But I feel like we could. But no, I feel I feel pretty good, man. I feel like we covered, you know, some good stuff here. So, well, got, what was your relationship with Lehman? Because that guy was an Lehman. absolute clown. <laughs> oh my, bro! He he was my dude. He was our English in grade nine. Yeah, grade nine. Grade, and grade nine. 11. I remember. I, I didn't grade 11. Yeah, this, 
this guy was the most monotone dude I've ever met in my life. And <laughs> bro, it's but it's just so funny because like as I grow, man, it's just it's so cool to like as you grow, you never realize like coaches, bro, like what they yeah. do. Hey, bro, this guy was out here every day coaching us for free, bro. I'm like, I like thinking about myself, like, yeah, I'd love to coach one day, but like, just like the amount of time and effort they put into to kids is, is so amazing. Like, I, I didn't realize yeah. until I was older, but man, Lehman, Lehman is, has been great to me, bro. Honestly, yeah. you know? great, like, especially grade 12 when I, you know, kind of had schooling issues, you know, man's, I was just kind of on my own thing, you know, I wasn't showing up to school and all that stuff. So, like, you know, that dude would pick me up every single morning, bro, to go to school. Every morning. Really? Every morning, bro. He lives not, well, he moved to Vernon now, but he used to live not too far from me. But every morning, 7.30 a.m., bro, or 7.20 a.m., pick me up with this kid, drop <laughs> off this kid to daycare and go to school. And, bro, and, like, it's just those little sacrifices, you know? Like, you don't yeah. have to do that, but, like, just because I want to see this guy graduate and succeed, you know what I'm saying? So, like, man, Lehman is, bro, nothing He's but a king, love. dude. Nothing yeah, but love king. for that guy, man. Such a such a great selfless man, and I love I love how like he's such a mysterious dude. Cause like you look at Lehman, you're like, yo, how do you have a passion for English? Like his son, his name is Hemingway because his favorite yeah. writer was Ernest Hemingway. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I meet these dudes like also I'm like I'm very observant. So I'm like, yo, why are you like why do you like this? Yo, like I'm I'm always intrigued to like why you like this. Yo, so it's just like yeah. it's funny. But yeah, Lehman, nothing but love for that guy, man. Great, amazing dude, man. Yeah, I love that guy, dude. He was, uh, yeah. At anytime I was like stressing about any sort of subject or whatever, he'd actually like put the chirps away and stuff, and he'd actually, yeah, kind of get he'd get personal and be like, "Yo, it's like, yo, like let's let's crank this out. Let's like I'll help you understand it. Like let's do this." And I'm just yeah, like, 100%. "Yo, like, because it was different than seeing a." teacher who was always like that but lehman never showed that side and when he did you knew that it was like he yeah, cared because he didn't normally branch that side and it was just like he was a teacher you could get you could always have fun with and like you yeah. you could chirp him all the time and he'd like he'd chirp back <laughs> and it was just like yeah it was funny but yeah bro. i uh i just received a text from jay shan and you yeah. <laughs> wanted me to this kind of brings it up, back to community football but he said ask him is it true that you used to rock out to katie perry when you had game days in south delta bro south delta <laughs> bro. bro that brings back so much memories yo me and jay shan the shanley's in general that minivan bro they don't got that van no more but yo that minivan i don't know how many kilometers it did <laughs> but yo, Paul Shanley, shout out, shout out my my second pops, yo, Paul Shanley, bro. But yeah, bro, we'd go crazy, yo. Katy Perry, bro. Who Fire else would we listen to? Adele, bro. Yo, me and Jay listen. We listen to the randomest tracks, bro. But I think yeah, but some track. of the yeah, some of those random like Katy Perry, Adele, like, they go hard, yo, they, they they had some heaters, dude. They, had they some go kind of crazy though. <laughs> but yeah, bro, yeah, those ah oh, man, that's some great memories, yo. South Delta days, man. Such a long drive, but yeah, good times, bro. It's it's so crazy how like it's just like that's just such like a I don't know, just such a fragment. Like it felt like yesterday, yo. But like, damn, bro, that was like back yeah. when we were like ten years old, eleven. Like, man, good times, bro. Yeah, have you been following NBA? I've been, I've been, I haven't been watching games like that, but you know, I, I'll dabble in NBA every now and then. 
Yo, the Bucks just beat the Nets, eighty-six to eighty-three. Very oh, low scoring okay. for That's for a, a game. Is, game. Yeah, Jeez. when I saw that, when I saw eighty-six to eighty-three, I was like, okay, how much time left? And it said final. I was like, God damn. What were the points? Low... Today, yo? How much? How much did uh, Giannis drop? Um, Middleton finally had a good game. He had thirty-five. Giannis had thirty-three. Jeez, that's a yo. big game. Game. Yo, Milwaukee, Milwaukee's bench had six points. Wow. Yeah, no. And, this and, so this is this is the box score for the Bucks. Giannis had 33. BJ yeah. Tucker had zero. <laughs> Brooks Lopez had three. Drew Holiday had nine. And Chris Middleton had 35. Damn. I had Drew on my fantasy yeah. too and Middleton. Yeah. Damn, but, bro. Yeah, that's a defensive game right there. How about uh, what the Nets saying? Katie had Katie had thirty. Joe Harris had three. Blake Griffin had five. Kyrie had twenty-two, and Brown had sixteen. Their yeah, bench no. combined for seven. So yeah, no, Milwaukee is it's, it's over for them. They're not a playoff team. It just I don't know what yeah, it bro, is. They just it's not Brooklyn, happening, bro. bro. Brooklyn's up two-one. So yeah, they they fought for their life for that one, yo. Well, yo, yeah. KD is actually the best player in the league, yo. It's actually scary. Yeah, it, it's. It's it's so important, like bro. Seven foot, bro, just doing what he does, bro. Like it, do, uh, it doesn't make sense, bro. It, Gotta it's quit. impossible. It's impossible. <laughs> but um, Kanks, every kickback and relax episode, I ask my guests the same five questions, and I've kind yeah. of modified them from the first few. But five questions. If you can't answer them, don't sweat it. Yeah. But I feel like all except maybe one is kind of tough to answer on the spot. But they're pretty yeah. uh. You know they're pretty um relaxed, so no yeah. need to stress about them. But number <laughs> one, first thing you would do if you won the Powerball and why? Power, is that a lottery Powerball? Yeah, it's like okay. the lottery in um <laughs> the states. It's like okay, yeah. it's, it's a how mad much is that? Money. It's a mad amount of money. Yeah, yeah if I won see, a lottery, uh, let me see like the recent Powerball, but it's like it's up there. Recent Powerball. Amount. Um. Damn. How much is it? The last one I heard, I don't know if it was like maybe it's mad expensive, but last one I heard out here was like seventy million. So I'm gonna just go off of if I made yeah. seventy million right now. Okay? Yeah, that's a. All right. a, I, but, I've seen the lotto up at yeah. towards 50. Let's like, just say that. Yeah. We'll do 70 okay. million. Seven. So, okay. So, obviously, like, I'm going to definitely be very, I'd uh, be smart with this. But also, if I got 70 million, bro, I'm going to go off real quick. So, this is what <laughs> I'm actually going to do. I'm going to go on Amazon, bro. I'm going to get myself a crib, you know, so like a nice, you know, a nice little nice crib. But I'm going to go on Amazon, bro. Because I never knew Amazon was this crazy. I just discovered this. They got everything, bro. Yeah. But, like, the things that are, like, like things that you don't even need, bro. So, like, I'd go off on, like, kitchen appliances. Just those little things you need, bro. Like, yeah. little shower, shower, like, soap holder. Like, you know, it's like those, like, little <laughs> toothbrush holder. I get all those yeah. crazy things. Then I go to Costco. I go off on grocery. <laughs> you can do I so much off. at Costco. But do you understand, bro? When I go you can get grocery food shopping, for, you can get food for four bro, years at Costco. When I go grocery <laughs> shopping, I get so angry. So I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I wish I could just buy all this, yo. But I go to Costco. I'd be going off, okay? Another thing, I'm going to have a mukbang, yo, okay? 
I'll, I'll, I'll have a crazy <laughs> workout, but I'm going to, like, I'll have that day. I'm going to order Domino's, Popeye's. I'm going to order every <laughs> store, bro. <laughs> every store you can think of, okay? And then also I'm gonna get some shoes. I would get some nice stuff. But let's just say, like, I spend, like, that's not even much money. I'm saying that's, like, like let's say I spend, like, 10, 10 Gs right there. 10 grand, just, like, shit like that. Then after that, you know, like, I'd actually, like, just get together with my mentors and, like, ask them like how can i like make more money off of this like what can i do start investing to real estate start investing to stocks i started just putting my money to make more money literally yeah just double that real quick because i feel like that's the one thing yo a lot like almost like it's it's a crazy percentage bro it's like almost like 80 percent of like lottery ticket winners always go broke bro and that reason is just like a lot of people don't have knowledge on money yo people think oh you have a million dollars you're rich they think it's like infinite and then next thing you know it's that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm going to buy a house, <laughs> but then it's like, yo, you got payments after that, too. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? You, buy a car. Like, bro, yeah. after a million dollars, bro. The worst thing you could do is buy a bunch of cars with that money because cars are money pits <laughs> and they're, they decrease in value every purchase. So it's like, so it's like, buy, buy just like a standard car, something that you don't have to, don't lease it. Just buy one and then Facts. buy like a reliable one. Yo, I would just buy like, a recent crv it's like Facts. something too crazy they're Facts. reliable obviously Proper. it's different because i don't have the 70 schmill in my account yeah <laughs> but it's like but it's like yo i don't if i buy a ferrari it's i'm it's gonna be in the shop 90 percent of the time and like Facts. brakes itself are like 50 grand it's like Facts. yo i don't it's dumb unless, so, you, unless you're making like rick ross money bro where he has like yeah. 20 different whips but like he like he rent like people rent them out, you know, like have them yeah. like, I right, can we use your car to like just display it at this like fashion show? Okay, cool. Yeah. Bam. And like he has an asset off of that, you know. So like you so, could yeah, make yeah. money with cars, but it just depends how you do it. But yeah, yeah exactly. like facts, but not the but obviously, yeah. Cars are more of a liability than anything because they, they do decrease with value. So hundred yeah. percent agree with you on that, yo. Um Second one, what's the most embarrassing way you've injured yourself, whether it's a minor one or a major one? Like, it could be something as easy as like stubbing your toe or like bruising your thigh, but like what's in kind of like an embarrassing way you've injured yourself? I wouldn't say like it was, emb- uh, I guess, I guess the or stupidest like one. Fun- yeah, yeah stupid. it could be stupid, funny, and like insert adjective there, but. I mean, okay, there's two I can think of off the bat. One was like in the summer, like this is like, grade nine summer or something but i tried to do a backflip and i just like i biffed so hard like i i uncommitted midway in the air <laughs> i sprained my wrist for no reason and <laughs> stupid and then i guess in 2019 camp i broke my hand literally tripping off of like my boy's leg like he was kick stepping blocking i'm gonna go fill in the gap because i have a check down and they just trip off his leg and i fall like just on all fours like this and I broke my hand. I don't know how, but my hand just broke for that fall. And I was so cheese. But I haven't really had no, like, embarrassing injuries. Like, you know, there's, there's always a valid reason <laughs> to my injuries. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, uh, I broke my wrist in dance unit in gym in grade eight. How is that even possible? <laughs> so, I don't you know. You weren't if... break dancing, were you? It's just no, square dancing and shit. No, <laughs> but it was, um, it was me, Fisher... Fish, and then, yeah. uh a few of the other guys but we were doing our whole thing and then yeah you know i'm i'm a guy of smaller stature 
So and this is before this is before I've hit my growth spurt. So I look legit <laughs> seven years old at this time. Right? <laughs> and so him and Tanner Woodruff are they decide to make this chair with like you know the arms, and then you connect it. So you make like this armchair kind of. It's like the other guy does the same thing here, like oh the, tabletop. I don't know. Like wait. Oh, okay. So like, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, okay. So, Makes and sense. then they make like a chair that you can sit on. And then yeah. they were, people went on all fours and then they kind of just like sprung me over top and I landed on my feet and that was the finale. So then we run it back, right? Because we have to practice it. Yeah. The second time, they send me to the fucking moon, dude. Like, <laughs> I'm like, like, I'm kissing the ceiling at this point. <laughs> Yo, all I see going down is just the gym floor, you know, just getting closer <laughs> to my face, and I just land right on my wrist. That is so and, sad. And it, like, dents my wrist, and at the very bottom is, like, a small, like, fracture. Yeah. Yo, it was, it was so much pain, dude. <laughs> so much pain, but... No, I could put that shit in a splint and then came back, and I ran the pep rally. Cause Let's that, go. It was, yeah, it was, like, spe- comeback it was, like season, yo. Oh, comeback season. Yo, and That's I... A- Yo, I demolished that pep rally too. Yo, I came in hot. Yo, <laughs> you finished strong, man. That's all that matters. Amen. Um, what meal or food can you not live without? You tapped into a subject I'm very passionate about. <laughs> like I'm. Yo, very every time, every every time someone had food, you'd ask for a bite. Yo, Yun Rae, Yun Rae, they're people. Let me get a little. Quick, let me get a little. Quick, <laughs> bro, uh, let me tell you something, bro. Quick sip. I quick never. Sip. I from grade nine to grade twelve, I don't think I brought a lunch to school more than ten times. <laughs> Is that amazing? I just found a way to feed myself every single day. <laughs> from grade nine to no, not even grade nine. From kindergarten, probably, bro. I've been doing this my whole life, bro. Take in, bro. You're at a school with how many students? How many students do we have at Terry Fox? I don't know. I don't even have a number. I even don't have a number. I say twelve hundred. <laughs> That's 1,200 oh, different lunches. More people than that. Okay, yeah. 1,500. You know how many lunches? Or do you know how many people have stuff in their bag that they're just bringing home? Uh, I wasn't hungry today. You know, I, yeah, I offered you a granola bar once and you went wild. Bro, nah, nah, nah. You know, the, the one that pissed me off the most, you know, Bo Smith, bro. That guy took life for me. <laughs> Bo Smith, bro. This guy was out here, like, I don't know who was his parents, bro, but I don't know. Gordon Ramsay was out here. Yeah. <laughs> this guy had every snack, bro. This guy's bag was Costco, bro. I go yeah. in there, Welch's, yogurt. Well, like, <laughs> like, bro, how many snacks do you need, fam? Yeah, uh, I, I would go over to his house, right? Because I, I was boys with Bo back then. And yeah. I would go into his pantry, dude. Sour keys. Doritos, Lay's, Welch's, Skittles. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, yo, is this 7 Eleven or Bo's <laughs> house, dude? <laughs> but, but yeah, that pissed me off. Insane, bro. <laughs> but you know, honestly, I just used it to my advantage, bro. Like, people were willing to give me food. I had people bringing me lunches some days, like, actual, like, like, shout out, Brenda, the Boravicia family. Bro. But I think his pops had made me a few, like, those Boravicia had the best sandwiches of all time. I don't know what they were putting in there. But, you know, I use my resources and, you know, people bless me. You know? But, okay, a food I can't actually live with, though. Um, one thing I'm going to say, something I actually really, really love, bro. Uh, that's a great freaking question. 
I love like I love pizza. Pizza is really good. Yeah, pizza is always rice, a go too. But I love rice, like just rice and chicken, bro. Like that's a that's what Shawarma, Evan said. Like Evan dude, said, good, rice. Rice bro. is very versatile. Bro, good rice. You have and a chicken, lot of shit. Yeah, everything, bro. And I oh, have yeah. rice every single. I've been having rice every single day since I was born. And, so like, and you could throw some like some sort of cheese or whatever in the water and then put that thing and let let it soak into the rice with everything and yo rice saying. is you can you can do rice so much is, with it like i'd be to the point where it's just like i can't like i need my meals like i hate like a meal that like it kind of cheeses me is like a mashed potato steak and like those like green green beans asparagus? Right? like nah bro put uh, some rice on that bit. yeah yeah asparagus yeah. or whatever yeah but like yeah. put some rice on that boat bro why is this yeah. mashed potato <laughs> like nah put some rice on there bro uh, every meal i see someone post i said where's the rice so nah, I'm not <laughs> so that's that's how it is though oh man what celebrity do you rate as a perfect 10 shorty or like a girl or like a whoever we're going both ways here, shit. But I mean, I'll, I guess I guess I'll go with the girl because that's like that's the addition. Literally, perfect. like, rate a celebrity you rate as a perfect ten. Doesn't matter. Just like an overall, Doesn't, like, yeah, it, it, like you can choose what gender. Like, yeah, you can per, choose. like just like is, overall, like you know, yeah. Keanu Keanu Reeves, yeah. Yo, a Keanu great, Reeves. He's a great person, bro. Like yeah. I don't even know him, but like, yo, Keanu, that's my yeah. guy, bro. Yeah. Like, just a great person, yo. Ryan Reynolds, dude, that guy's. Ryan Reynolds, man from Vancouver. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds yeah, he, is too. Yeah, he. Yeah, his his wife, his wife is smoky, dude. She's beautiful. she's in my top three. Blake Lively. He's he's yeah, Deadpool. Yeah, he's, he's Deadpool. Deadpool. Facts, no, he's facts. funny. Yeah, man, funny. Yeah, no, that's. He's a handsome dude. And he's and he's a I'll hometown going. guy. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds is definitely cool. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like weird. Or like Riza. Like Riza from Wu Tang. Um, bro. Like I like. I like. That's like one dude. Like, like dude's amazing, bro. Or like Jizza yeah. too. He's a he's a freaking master in in quantum physics. Yeah. Chess master. PhD. Like, I don't know. I like those type of dudes. Yo, like the dudes you would never expect to just be super smart, bro. Like I like. I love those like. What the heck? Kind of, like you know, dudes you wouldn't expect yeah. to like be like that, but like yeah, I'd probably say like really, like some of the Wu Tang dudes, yo. Yeah. yeah. What's a girl you rate as a perfect ten? Because I know your mind yeah. immediately went there. <laughs> Man, a girl that's a perfect ten, bro. My mommy. <laughs> I love that answer. That's the right answer. Mary Claire Cancalongo. That's my. That's my love. That's the right man. answer. Yeah. That's the right answer. All right, final question. If yeah. any actor or actress were to play a movie, uh, play you in a movie about your life, who would it be? Shit, I'll put Michael B. Jordan there. Yeah, why not? Oh, <laughs> Michael, like <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. Why not Michael B. Jordan, yo? I like that, yo. Why not, yo, bro? But he's got to have the dreads from Black Panther. Facts. You know when he had him tied Facts. up? Killamonger, yeah, that shit yeah. crazy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Michael B. Jordan, I actually really, I enjoy. He's a great actor. I really enjoy watching yeah. him. Yeah, he's good. Great yeah. dude. Nice smile. He has a nice, nice smile. Nice ass smile, bro. This dude, cool as hell, bro. Cool yeah, as hell. A nice smile. <laughs> oh man, but Kang, this is this is fun as hell. Thank you so great. much for coming on. Um, bro, thank you for having me, this, dog. I yeah. appreciate it, man. This is uh this is your chance where you can plug any social media that people can find you. 
Yeah, you know, bro. give you a follow. Uh, you know, say if you at Nine Coover <laughs> at Nine Coover on I, on IG. Um, but yeah, other than that, bro, just yo. One thing I one thing I can say to people watching this, just stay on your purpose, bro. Self improve every day, bro. I think that's the most important thing. Just as a man, too, bro. You know, so just in the society where we at, bro. You know, like just really. You need to be obsessed with improving yourself every day. So man, get in the gym, get in the books, get your habits right, bro. And just become the best version of you, bro. Dead ass. I just started hitting right. the gym again. Let's after, go. After a bro. year and a bit, because I didn't want to go back to the gym because of COVID and stuff like that. Yeah. But I started hitting it. I'm going before work every day. Bro, I'm telling you, Jeff. And you feel yeah. good, don't you? Huh? You feel good after you're done. You're like, bro, I'm telling you. Bro, I feel like every man has to hit the gym, bro. Why? Because yeah. as a man, I think you just got to, like, for me, I look at it as, like, a warrior, bro. Like, you are a warrior, yeah. bro. Like, you're going to have, like, obviously, you know, you don't have kids. But, like, when you have kids and stuff, like, you're the leader. You're the protector of that family. You know? So, it's only right for you to, you know, you got to look good for your for your woman. You know what I'm saying? Look good yeah. for her. But also, you know, be that double-edged sword. Great knowledge. If you're jacked and smart, bro, what the heck, bro? Come on, bro. <laughs> Come winning. on, come on, bro. Jack and smart. That's that's amazing, bro. So yeah, bro. Just keep developing yourself and yeah, yeah. bro. Keep at it. But I like that, bro. I'm happy about you. I'm happy for you. Well, you guys know where to follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Be sure to follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. I post there every once in a while, trying to grow the show on different platforms. Be sure to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps grow the show. And Intro outro music is Tom Ivory featuring Six Man Savage. Yeah, Be sure to uh, check out their mixtapes anywhere you get your music. And as for this episode of Kickback and Relax, Kanks, thank you once again for coming on. And we'll see you guys next time. I just got a let go. Went from ducking and fucking, and now I got put in the friend zone. There's no need for discussion, I just really loved how you get low. But I'm dipping, I'm cutting the shorty, and we're being ten toes, ten toes. I, I, I just gotta let go, call me a Benzo, paid all cash, I won't take no rentals, killing my.